welcome to the James and Shannon Show, the podcast with no plan and no structure. I'm James and he's Shannon. Shannon, how the hell are you? I am pretty good. How are you? Yeah, going well, going well. What's new in your world? Mm, I wouldn't say that. Oh, actually, we watched the grand final over the weekend. That was pretty exciting. Oh, yeah, the AFL grand final. Mm. Yeah. It was a double sports bonanza. Two very good games. AFL being Australian Football League. Yep. And then the other one was the Rugby League. Did you watch that? I watched that as well. That was a spanker. A uh, double non-Brisbane win, unfortunately, for the for the city. Yep. Good, bad time to be a Brisbane supporter. So, uh, yep. Collingwood and Penrith, is that right, the two winners? They were. I can uh, tell you one thing these days, though. You get some pretty wild haircuts there. Yeah. There's the players and stuff. It's I feel like it started probably with like Premier League and some of those sports. It's kind of emanated out through all sports league. Do the... Um, do they, I don't watch much rugby league, mostly AFL. Do, uh, are there many mullets going around in the uh, in the? In there was help. There was a few. There was a few. I mean, yeah, I got, I've only got a sample space of one game and probably twenty two players, but there was a few in there. Because the AFL, you know, you, there's there's some classic, you know, your Bailey Smith, your uh, uh, Aaron Norton, your there's plenty of mullets going around. Uh, the West Coast Eagles had a few in there for a while, I believe. I think Jake Waterman had like one of those small ones. Yeah, and, and there's also that almost like hot. Oh, still a mullet, but the hybrid with like the shaped sides and it's kind of like the top down into the back. Yeah. As opposed to the 80s, like, which was more like a flowing curly back. But it'd be interesting to see, is there a more, is there a particular haircut style that's more prone to rugby league versus a Aussie rule? I mean, um, yeah, like I certainly don't really see any, any mullets in the, in the English Premier League or anything like that. Mm, is it an Australian thing? It seems to be. There's a Formula One driver. I believe it's Valtteri Bottas. He's married to an Australian woman. Okay. And he's got a mullet. Okay. He, the, he takes pictures when he's on like break of him like with his mullet drinking VVs and stuff. It's pretty good. Uh, Nerd New Zealand is also a mullet place. Mm. So like maybe it's uh, the Anzac sort of region. I feel like a certain probably career types probably lend themselves to it a bit more mm. too. Like I've, I probably could get away with it, but I feel like I wouldn't be comfortable rocking a mullet in the office. I feel, I don't know, like, dude, yeah, in a time of expressionism and stuff, like, I feel like you could definitely get a lot, like, the expectations are a lot different now in terms of how you dress and what you wear and how you look and that sort of thing, but I still personally wouldn't feel comfortable rocking yeah, a mullet, saying, like, I wouldn't want, like, lots of, like, maybe, like, neck tatters or face tatters, even though, in theory, they shouldn't be able to discriminate against you. Well, I was, um, you know, lately I've been getting my, my zero fade, skin fade, um, haircut, you know, and sort of the basically bald and then graduating up and then quite short on top. Yeah. Yeah. I even feel a bit conscious because the, that the, the bottom bit is completely bald. No. You know, uh, it's, it's always, you notice the cold after you've like just had the haircut. I can't stop touching it. That's for sure. There's definitely like a nice feeling to it. Mm. I know like I've definitely enjoyed a buzz cut a bit in the past and that was a nice feeling when it's super short and like fresh. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like. Hey, hey, person. I don't know, your partner would be like, here, feel this. Yeah, feel this. that. It's like a dog. Yeah. Like, show that dog. Um, but I am due. I, I feel like I'm on about a, I don't know, four or five week kind of cycle. Um, and I think I'm roughly at that um, at that time where if it goes into next week, um, it's probably going to look, be looking a bit shaggy. Do you feel like you get really self-conscious about it? It's like, it's yeah. really not actually that bad at all, but it's like, oh, it feels so long. I don't, I don't like my hair's kind of getting to that length now. I find it makes me, I feel older when it's longer and, uh, you know, getting nudging on that big four O within a year 
Um, I, I'm, I'm trying to do everything not to look older. Perfect. But what are, what are, what are well, things do you think you can do? Uh, do you try a beard ages or probably? I think when I go short hair and just like um, trim back to, yeah, just like a minimal stubble. Maybe you just need to like embrace like whatever the younger people do. And then maybe drink a placenta or um, whatever else they're doing. Yeah, that, that guy who spends $2 million a year or something. Yeah. What is he doing? Do have his son's blood or something put into him or... Mm. Okay, so I need to get a son first and then... Um, well, I suppose you can just... It doesn't have to be a blood relative. It could just be like something you adopt. Does the son consent to this in that arrangement? Maybe that's what vampires really do. And it's like a plasma it's like a t- constant transfusion mm, that's why they never die that's why they never arranged mm. i was going around like drinking people's blood like legit <laughs> they weren't actually they weren't actually like musical yeah they were people that drank blood to stay young and they maybe sharpened their teeth and like carved a little hole so they could get straight in yeah i mean it's much easier to like hide teeth than it is to hide a knife i guess mm. become somebody and drink the blood there you go vampires real proved it proved it. Yeah. it not not even like mythical it's just Way of life. I did uh, on my travels once upon a time go to a castle in Transylvania. A car, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, after the Vatican, is it? Yeah. Uh, where's Transylvania? Is that Al- in uh, Romania? Romania. And that was where Vlad the Impaler lived. I I can't hundred percent remember it. It was it was Vlad Vlad the Impaler's castle, and I think it was Transylvania, or at least Transylvania is the traditional. Mm. One. Yeah, that's the and then Dracula's castle, is it? Yeah, and I think Dracula was based on Vlad the Impaler. Um, it's like it was said that he would, you know, drink people's blood, but um, I'm not sure that he did. But you know, I think he he liked that there was a lot of myths because he wanted people to be scared of him um, as the ruler of the land. Or he definitely had a lot of heads on spikes or pikes. Do you call them? Out the front? I think that would be pikes. Pikes. Yeah, that was the old, like, bit of evil weapon that hit mm. the long one. I feel like that's probably like, quite a safe distance until they got close. Then it's, you, what can you do? I really hit them with the stick. You can't stab them anymore. I've noticed from watching a lot of The Walking Dead lately that a, a sharp stick is a pretty good weapon in The Walking Dead. Okay. You just, like, you go around, like, kind of, uh, you know, because you've got to kind of get them through the, the head. Seemingly their heads are quite soft, but, like, um, yeah, just uh, like a like a the end of a, the sharp end of a crowbar, pretty good. A sword has been quite good. So if okay, we enter apocalyptic times, mm. instead of trying to fashion yourself a sword or a knife, do you think you go for the pointy stick? Because yeah, you could probably just find a broom around the house, and as long as you don't have a metal handle, where look, I think I might like a couple of weapon options. It's interesting because they yeah, so we moved on to zombie killing now. As they seem so, yeah. <laughs> This is, the, this is the no plan and no structure. We're going to loop back to the haircut later. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's nothing stopping us. Well, zombies, funnily enough, uh, they... I don't know if their hair keeps growing or not, or if they have the hair that they had when they die. It seems as though that... I don't know. The show is the show, but yeah. they kind of... It's, it seems like everything stops growing mm. at that point. Yeah. It's like getting plugs. It's like your hair is that length forever. Oh, well, that, that doesn't have its perks... I'm not. Has anyone ever considered this on a podcast or in real life? What happens to zombies' hair after after they become zombies? When they become zombies? Yeah, I I just assume because they're no longer living, it's kind of like their body's just on autopilot. And any like, it's they're decomposing, aren't they? 
So it's mm. probably going the other way. And then maybe that's why they got soft skin when you poke it with a crowbar or a stick. Well, they need flesh to kind of fuel their system. It's, I think this we, we need someone to email in and tell us. If you're a zombie expert, we we realise that they're not real. No, mm. just to make it clear. But, but if that's your expert on law, zombie law. Mm. Uh, I'd love to get somebody on to chat about and ask all the silly questions that we can come up with. Email at tjas.podcast at outlook.com. Nailed it. T-J-A-S-S dot podcast at outlook.com. And look, if you happen to be our first uh, email, and we've said this before, but we'll send you a mystery prize. Yeah, mystery prize. We really we really want to give somebody a prize. Mm. I'm sure between us we can scram like $20 or something. Yeah. Um, you're not getting cash. You're getting a series of things that will amount to maybe $20. Mm. And we hope it's an investment. And we'll be pretty, I guess we'd, we'd just be pretty stoked that we got an email. I think we should also specify, hopefully not somebody like not somebody that we know already that we were like, here, listen to our podcast. We'll give them a lesser prize. Yeah, they still get a prize just to prove they listen to the podcast. What about that? Yeah, they might just be being nice to us at the moment, pretending they do. Yep. Um. But uh, yeah. Um, zombies. Oh, The Walking Dead. Yeah. So I think I would have a. Co- oh, what's interesting is that because it's set in America, they're they're very gun focused, mm. and it's like here they're constantly. You know, there's always it's really only organized crime and farmers that have guns over here. Yeah. I mean, no, we'd have to be far more resourceful. Yeah. Oh, have you ever thought like I have? What? What? Oh, you had a thought once. Yeah. Um, why don't people just buy like bows and arrows? Do you have to get like a license to own a bow and arrow? Like kind of the those yeah, the slingshotty type ones, like oh. like Daryl Dixon has on The Walking Dead. Oh, crossbow. Um, I was thinking. I was thinking. Then it's like, no, I remember that movie Avarice we saw, and she had like the competition bow. Oh, okay, yeah, like it's an archery type. Yeah, so if you're going to commit a crime, like, could you go hold up place with a bow? I mean, the reload time's obviously a bit slower. It's funny because in Australia and, you know, other parts of the, like the UK and such, where, you know, we don't have guns, you know how, say, in America, people, like, they, you know, you hold a gun to them, or at least in TVs and movies, and they're like, oh, don't shoot me. But here, we're like, no, nah, you're probably not going to shoot me. Yeah, it's probably not a real gun. Like you don't, you don't. We wouldn't really know how to react because it's not something that you so uncommon. Yeah, and I'd probably just likely try and smack it out of that. Just like grab them. Mm. Would you? I'd probably just run, fight, or give them what I want. Mm. I guess it's too too much of a risk not knowing. But um, yeah, it's definitely interesting. Like the type of violence and violent crime you get. I guess depended on what is available as weapons. Mm. Because England's had like quite a strong knife. Yeah culture for a while and I feel like that's only now starting to emanate into Australia mm. and maybe I don't know if that's like to do with um, maybe like it's kind of like a coming of age in terms of like critical mass maybe like it's moving away from when everybody's like your neighbour and your friend kind of thing and now it's sort of more of this melting pot of different people and different backgrounds and yeah. maybe desperation as well maybe economic times aren't as good as they've always been or I don't know yeah, well, also, you know, people are less friendly in the bigger cities. Mm. You know, it's less personal. Um, more media reporting as well. So I guess before things would have gone maybe unnoticed. Yeah, the world sucks. No, no, it's it's all right. But it's the like community. Hmm? Get his community. <laughs> one of our ongoing themes. Hey, um, on one of the podcasts I listened to, Luke and Pete show, they, they did this ad at the end the other day of the episode, which was brought to you by the National Lottery. Where they basically went through. Um, oh, we can hear a scooter in the background. I thought it was a cow. That can't be right. 
I call them city cows. Um, no, but so they 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 were basically the thing that that you talked about on one of our early episodes where. They said, if you won the national lottery, how would you go about and spend it? So are you saying that they're listening to us and stealing our ideas now? Mm, it would seem that we've become so large that that is the case. But they, I think they just think they can pick on the little guy that maybe doesn't actually know mm. that we did have like a number of listens that we couldn't yeah. necessarily like audit back to do that case. Some of those eight to 15 listens could have been global. Yeah. We'll have to see if there's a way that we can get into those uh, stats a little bit deeper. But in summary, uh, I've got this system that I would use in The Walking Dead that I've kind of been devising as I'm watching. Most of it would just be like it pecking the people off it at the fence. It must be like your salad eating method. <laughs> Do you want to describe my salad eating method? You ever seen James eat salad? He gets like a fork and he like a bit like a chicken, he pecks it. And he like peck like multiple things and like stack them up like on a, like all in a row. Then he'll like eat them. Then he'll go through and do it again. It's quite... It's a very unique thing that I've never seen before, but it is very funny. It's effective too, isn't it? It does. It works. You're, you're probably one of the fastest saladies I've ever seen. Most people end up like messing around trying to get the lettuce. Do you think I would beat um, Kobayashi or Joey Hot Dogs or in, in the... Maybe. Well, maybe like a salad in context. Maybe this is a new Guinness or record category where like you have to do it before. You can't actually use your hands. You can't use like all those like techniques they use. Uh, there, well, there was a, a friend who was, who was looking to break a Guinness World Record before he turned, was it before the end of the year or something? Uh, no, by his next birthday. By his next birthday. Was it a milestone? It might be at 35. I think, I think we're five. Yeah, I think it's before he's 35. Have you broken any records? Um, not the global ones, I'd say. Maybe personal ones, like long, long with Bird. <laughs> there was the uh, the guy that we worked with once that, I can't remember if we've discussed this, but he, he had the greatest record for the longest or the quickest time run um, it was a marathon with a gingerbread man suit yeah it was very specific i'm surprised they allowed it i thought like that have to go much more broader and just be like any costume yeah you wouldn't think that allows so specific because otherwise could he just do every variant of it yeah it wasn't a costume could we dress up as like ninja turtle yeah ninja turtle like and if nobody else has done it we guaranteed the record or maybe there has to be like a competitive time or something like that. i don't know it'd be interesting to know what the requirements are and i'd love to know what you actually have to do to get like Guinness World Records out to verify it. Yeah. Like surely like they're not going to come for every little thing that people come up with, but yeah. Do you have to um, maybe kind of prove to them that you can do it as well? So they're not wasting their time. Like you might send them some sort of video of, or proof that, I don't know, you personally can juggle 10 basketballs, some sort of showing of that, of you doing that. I think so. Mm. I think so. Um, I'm a little bit distracted at the moment. Yeah? Yeah. Why is that? Um, well, were you saying lottery before? It might have been tonight's a big lottery here. So. Oh, the Powerball. It is, the 60 million. I'm, uh, I'm in on this. Uh, I'm now in on this. I find the Powerball, the odds are so depressing though. It's like one in six, one in 58 million or something, or 65 million. I know. I might have said this when we previously discussed how it's been the lotto, but nearly every time I get like very emotionally invested, like I expect to win, and then when it doesn't happen, it's significant disappointment. Well, I think a lot of the time with any lotto, you know, a bet, uh, you know, it, you know, a, a raffle, it's over. It's almost part of it before it comes to a fruition is almost better. You're in like this, this kind of this bliss stage. Yeah. And then of course, if you win any of it, you're going to be in like absolute, you know, ecstasy. But the problem is that's only when I go and buy a boat, the jet ski, and then I really got no money. 
but most of the time, realistically, people aren't going to win. You know, there's the lotto. It's one in sixty-five million or whatever. Mm. But the thing is, somebody does win it. Somebody does. Oh, so somebody's got to do it. Why can't it be you? I just don't understand what the secret's not working for me. <laughs> if I'm visualizing it, I'm a little bored. Mm. Maybe because everyone's doing the secret. We're all cancelling each other. Yeah. So if everybody listening could please stop using the secret, just let me do it. That'd be like much better. It's like crypto or uh, NFTs. You need to be the early adopter of the secret before it become before it becomes mainstream. I, I do. I don't believe in the secret per se, but I do believe in like probably more so like positive mindsets. Yeah, and I feel and I feel like it, even if it's a case of, um, let's say it's not like a physical item you're trying to achieve, it's more like. You've set a goal. You've set a, yeah, you've set a, you've yeah. effectively set a goal sort of thing. So then like you're looking for ways and stuff. Oh, that happened. Like that's kind of like contributing to my goal. And I think it's my almost like mindfulness of it and mindfulness of your actions other than contributing to that. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah, that's just, uh, I think, um, yeah, it's just, it's so logical. Yeah. So I think that really in some ways with the expect without the expectation of winning a lot or doing a vision board or a vision board and things like, well, I don't know, maybe a vision board would actually work trying to achieve goals because if you've got that up there physically mm. all the time. That's true. Um, I certainly know that when I'm trying to motivate myself for certain things, I'll set like screensavers on my phone that so like every time I go to open my phone, I'll like see the reminder. And that's like, oh yeah, going to do that. But is that why, is that how you kind of got out of the habit of, of um, murdering? I did it. You're like, no murder, no murders, no murder, quit, only zombies. I uh, find a, a, um, I've got a globe. Uh, that we're currently looking at just near, near us. Um, I find that very motivating for travel. Yeah. Uh, well, that would be because like, it's putting a front and center in your mind every time you come home. Mm. Look at it. Maybe that's, maybe that's how we should choose dinner tonight. A little spit and a finger. Oh, yeah. We were talking about we're going to go try and find a uh, a place that's a global, some yeah, some country in the world that has the cuisine restaurant in Perth. Uh, yeah. Well, let, let's have a spit now, shall we? Let's do it. Why well, grab the grab? Yeah, let me let me grab the glove. I've actually got some of our like treats that I was meant to save for us to try afterwards. All over my fingers. So okay, let me use a clean hand. This is a live spin. Go with the northern hemisphere because there's nothing in the southern hemisphere. Okay, I'm about to spin the globe. I'll look the well. I'm going. Um, what's that? That's anti-clockwise. No, that's clockwise. Shannon is putting his fingers coming towards the globe. <laughs> They're going to Poland. That's pretty funny because we're going there on Friday. We yeah, have a lot of Poland. That's a Polish restaurant. That's so funny that it was Poland. Okay. I'll go to Polish because we're going to Poland tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. I get Friday. Today's Thursday. We're actually, we're doing this on a different day to normal. But that's quite incredible. Okay. Let me go. Maybe that's the secret. Maybe we... It is. It's the secret at work. See, we're thinking about like, we're going there. It's already All right. Let's see. It's spinning again. Like, where are we going to go tonight? Well, well, Japanese. Japan. Volcano Islands. We'll have to, but like, that's a little bit up from Guam. Um, we might have to work with that. We've technically already done Japan. We've already done Japan. Let's do our third time's a chart. I have another do-over. Ooh, Hawaii. Is it? Kind of. It's pretty cut of halfway in Hawaii and America. It was more those. Do you think we've ever done American food? <laughs> All right, one more time. Taiwan? Taiwan. All right, well, we'll, we can work with we'll, that. We'll, we'll say that was part, well, was, at least it was better than doing Holland. Yeah, which was the secret, but no, but um, yeah, things don't always go well live on air. No, at least you know this isn't a, some sort of like one of those shows that's set up multiple takes. This is like all live. I was trying to think where we went like two or three weeks ago. We don't edit that, do we? we no, we know we did. We go with it. 
we just go with the take and uh, we go with the flow. Yeah. I can't remember. The last podcast recording, we said where we were going to go that day. You know, ever since uh, we had those Chinese, the oh, the Chinese boxes, the Irish Chinese, I've really wanted one. So I know like, I've never wanted to have one again, but now, now I want one. And, well, look, I'm not ruling it out. Uh, China, Taiwan, shouldn't say that. No, we might get censored. Do you think we're allowed to? Do you think we're allowed to broadcast in China? Oh no, I'm pro China. Go, China. Apologies if we're crunching. We're eating these nice um, honey the hers H E R R S. Yeah, honey cheese like tubes. They're a bit like Cheetos. Yeah, what's that? I'm actually I love them. Oh, they remind me of honey chicken. They're not as the big as the ones I got from Costco. No, I, hey, here's here's what I, I wanted to discuss with you. We recently went to Costco and I bought a few giant items because everything there's giant. Do you, I find that I everything I've always got from there I end up getting sick of and I never want again? Like I'm like definitely not like us. I feel like if you're an individual or a small number of people, it's not worth going mm. unless you're really good at willpower. I'm not. Neither. If it's there, I've got to eat it. Uh, no, what have you been working through? What's caused like this realization? Uh, the the worst was like um, they're like veggie chips, like but they're like in I don't know. The mistake was probably getting veggie chips in the first place. They're actually quite nice. They just uh, there's just been I've probably eaten like the shilo of them. So you're saying too much of anything's yeah, thing sort of thing. I think I just need more of a reset, but I feel now compelled to finish them because you're not a quitter. No, <laughs> but you know. Oh, if we get them all out of the way this week, and then hopefully then I won't be eating them in advance of our hike in the next week. Well, it is an idea. If you don't get through them, why, well, why don't you go toss them in the caravan, and then you can take them down with you? I don't think they'll make it that long, to be honest. <laughs> but I ate the hookah. I'm dead set on finishing them. Yeah. No, I've got a similar situation with the yogurt tube straw things. Not, oh, yogurt tube straw. Thing. I don't know how to describe them. Other than they're yogurt. They're a yogurt flavored candy. And how would you describe the outside? Rubber. Okay, so yeah, it's like a like a Twizzler, but then it's rounded and then has like a yogurt. Yeah, almost it's like a shoelace, maybe a thick shoelace. Um That's a very good description, actually. Thank you. Um this is maybe I could do the gears for Rego for the best description of that. Yeah, well I bought like probably the the size packet you'd normally have it like a deli or something to sell. And people would pay like five cents a straw. And if we took if we if we took a, if we took a cross section of this, it's probably easier to describe like that. The um, the the center part is like white, and and then the outer part is pink. What about like a lolly version of a Twinkie that's really long and skinny? Mm, yeah, that works. Maybe can everyone visualize this? Yeah. If anyone wants to email us in and draw what you think we've said, you yeah. might be the first email. No dick pics. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> um. But yeah, so did many people eat them at your uh, at your when you hosted uh, us to watch the grand final recently? We'll go have a try. I believe you had one with celery. That's right. And I didn't mind it. Yeah, my sister got you to try that. She said it was a bit of a taste sensation because we're talking about your almond wasabi pea combo. Yeah, I've recently finished those. Uh, I've been trying to I've been trying to get through my snacks that I'm sick of. Um, yeah, every day is the constant battle. What are some of the other uh, creations you've come up with over the years with like random snack ideas? Ah, cheezels on twiggy sticks. Yeah, this is like a salami stick. 
long and skinny, like maybe as thick as a pencil. A slim gym, they call them in some places, or um, I don't know. That I know it's slim gym and yeah, things like I, that. I felt we win the idea. Um, you certainly wouldn't be a slim gym if you ate a lot of them. No, I think they're quite high in salt and probably a lot of like preservatives and things. I find they 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 don't put me very burpy. Yeah, and then some of the ones you can get it uh, at the counter as well, so they're not refrigerators. There's definitely something, and then keep them up. I find the chili ones often give me really bad heartburn. Oh, oh, and then I'll, I don't know. It's always like a thing where I'm like, I need a, I need food. I need some meat. And I'm like, oh, what have you got? There's a petrol station or a gas station, Slim Jims. And I'm and it's like a middle's worth of yeah, two or three, and then some like a drink and. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely not a good combo. It's plenty pickings, pardon the pun, sometimes. Yeah, I feel like one of the things of getting older is like small things seem to trigger any health condition much easier. So, like, I, I think back to like really early 20s, it's like, oh, I get the occasional heart that not that often. And then it's like, now I have like a slice of pizza, it's like, well, there's something in that. Mm. Uh, that sauce must be acidic or something. That's done it. Oh, I had too much soft drink today. That's done it. Let's well, those Gaviscon type commercials and the idea they're like, Ooh, and then it's like all oh, red wine, all pizza, oh, and a whole fried chicken. Speaking of um of of food, I have this thing at work that I thought of today, and I, I've done it before. It wasn't just today, but it's where I don't want to spend too much by buying lunch out, and then I can't be bothered, like say, warming up a soup at my desk. So it's I just call it a um. It must be having bored. It's just things I buy from the vending machine. It's <laughs> <laughs> vending machine lunch. And so when I when I do this, I basically buy like a pack of veggie chips, a coke, no sugar, and a thing of crackers and cheese. It's literally the sustenance. Yeah, that's my lunch. And it's about it costs about how seven dollars in it. Do you, do you mix them up together? Sometimes I was I was like, could you like crush up like the cheese and the things and like mix it with the veggie chips? Oh, to make like like when a, a chef makes turns McDonald's into like gourmet, yeah. you can make it into like some sort of like jump method. I could, but it's because I'm feeling lazy. It's quite funny that it's more inconvenient to heat up a suit than it is to go to the vending machine and buy the, the, the stuff. Actually, part of it is washing my dish at the end of the day, which kind of I'm like, uh, could you just eat the soup cold out of it? Yeah. It's in like a sachet, but I, I could. Uh, sometimes I do find sometimes with those things, you know how they kind of congeal? Yeah. And then like, it's like if you went to pour it into a bowl, it just comes out like a solid brick. Mm. I feel it wouldn't be good for eating like that. Maybe next time we can try try one light one air. Are you nominating yourself? I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. Don't. Maybe I should do it when I don't have something important to the next day. And All right. When two 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 weeks out. Well, maybe maybe we are. Maybe we don't plan things though. Maybe we can do it as a little like weekend recording, and then again find a way to stitch it in. Mm. Maybe I maybe I'll just take on the challenge and do it sometime. Yeah. Look. If we ever get that TikTok up up and running, we can put it up there. Um, so yeah, okay. So put, this is a goal: see if eating the cold soup. I mean, it'd be interesting to read the back on the instructions. Like if they say, "Do not eat cold." Oh, I feel like unless there's a meat product in it, it's probably not gonna be bad. Like it's, it may not be. Some of them do have chicken. It may not be pleasant to eat, but it's probably not gonna be like bad for you to eat. It's like if you found this in The Walking Dead, you would just eat that. And you know, I remember as a kid eating like raw bacon a couple of times. Like not like huge amounts. Like it's because is it already kind of cured? It is, and it's like some I've smoked and things. It's weird. I can't actually 
tell you like why I would have done but it, it, it actually tasted quite nice. Mm. Oh, we did eat those berries that time and we were curious from that palm tree at my parents' house. That's right. That was probably one of the dumber things I've done. They did taste like apricots. Turns out rats eat them as well. So that's normally a fairly good sign. If other animals eat them, they're probably not going to kill us. Rat boy summer. Rat boy summer, yeah. They go around, like, eat all the berries you find that have fallen off the trees. Go go get, like, hell disgusting and, like, probably your fur gets matted. Mm. What do you reckon the longest you've gone to, say, on holidays without showering? Do you ever go more, like, have you been, has there been days where you're just, like, watching TV, eating, going back to bed? As an adult, probably not like that. Maybe, like, two days. Yeah. One might slip through. Longest I haven't showered for, I do remember, like, our school camp. When I was in probably like year 10, so it would have been about 15. I'm pretty sure it was like three or four days without a shower. Yeah, that's pretty gross because we made like these raftings in the river and so you'd got like wet and stuff. Mm. I didn't really think about it much then, but now I'd be like, even like camping, like that's probably one of the things that stops me from really getting into camping. I like a working shower and a working toilet. I pretty much start to get a bit, uh, I don't know if answer is the word, or just, uh, you know, on edge where it's probably been more than a, a day of not showering. I'm like, oh, gross. More like the feeling. It's a bit like, I don't know if I go to, if I went to the beach, I like to have a shower like not long after because you get that salty crust. Yeah. And I feel like you get like that sort of thing if you've been sweating like when you're out. Not the idea of not being able to clean that off. Just right you know what I really don't like if I'm in the bush and I have like sticky hands, just say I've eaten like a sticky donut or something. And then I like, I really do it while in the bush. Yeah. <laughs> but then I'm like, I really want it to be clean. And I'm like, oh, there's no one around here to make it clean. I don't know. That's probably one thing a hand sanitizer was like a revelation for. It's kind of like a pseudo like hand wash. It's not not as good, but it gives you a little something. Always sanitize. On that note, Shannon, we're coming to time. All right. Oh, that was another random episode as as we do. It was. Good fun as always, though. All right. Catch you next time. See ya.